0: Hello, and welcome to the last ever episode of Things You Don't Need to Know. I'm Ari Kagan, and today we're learning how to say goodbye. Over the next 15 or so contractually obligated minutes, we will hear from various characters, some familiar, others brand new, about the many different ways to wish someone well in their next adventure. And I can't think of anyone better to kick things off than our favorite history expert, my friend Robbie.
1: Aloha. Salute. Ciao. Servus. They all both mean hello and goodbye, which is interesting because that that sounds very annoying for a language. It's like, ciao, and it's like, are you just entering? Or are you just leaving? Will I never see you again? Nobody knows.
0: It's very Robbie of Robbie for him to introduce himself with a word that means both hello and goodbye, something he just did with a shit-eating grin. But what's the origin of the word?
1: So uh, it it means, at least as far as I know, it comes from like an abbreviation of the phrase God be with you, which is not like, it's not unique to English, like other languages have done similar things, like Arabic, like Masalama means with stability, with safety, with with peace. As you're saying goodbye to someone, you're invoking divine protection and that they stay well until you see them again.
0: That's very interesting, because when I think of goodbye, it's almost like a negative. Do you think that's
1: how the word has evolved over time? I think it's dependent on how you view saying goodbye. I think it's a neutral term, but I think a lot of more people have negative connotations with it than positive ones. We don't associate it with joy that they're going off to do new things, we're associating it with loss. Like if somebody says goodbye and you know they're, you're never going to see them again, you're thinking more, oh, I'm losing this person rather than this person is going on to do other things.
0: I think it's important to remember that when thinking about my podcast. It might be ending, but I'm not dead. Robbie, how do you say goodbye?
1: I just say bye. So
0: you don't, you never wish anyone good. You just say
1: bye. I mean, I'd like to think that the inflection that I use <laughs> means it's positive, I'm not like bye be gone
0: (laughs) you're pretty up on the times would you say that goodbye is gaining or losing popularity
1: i think it's losing popularity just like people don't say hello anymore it's always hey or how are you or what's up there's so many different other words that we use instead of hello so i think goodbye when we can say bye see you later or something more personal it's like how we use contractions like no one says i hope you are doing well no one says that it's i hope you're doing well
0: much like God be with ye turned into goodbye, goodbye is now just later. It's interesting because I feel like humans started communicating with simply grunts and evolved into these complicated words and phrases to define what we're saying. And now we're just simplifying
1: everything again. With the, with the world moving so quickly, you have to get what you want across in as short a space as possible. Bye Im- implies goodbye. So you don't need to say the whole word for it to... Be perceived.
0: As I'm sure you know, this is your last appearance in my podcast. How would you like to send everyone off?
1: Goodbye.
0: A lot of the inspiration for this episode comes from uncomfortable goodbyes myself. Like the street goodbye, where you both walk the same direction. My opinion is to just go with it. Or the phone call that seemingly never ends, and you kind of have to let them go. Or perhaps the casting director goodbye. You know they're not right for the part, but you don't want to tell them they don't have it because maybe you won't be able to get Samuel L. Jackson. So you kind of have to say, you know, we'll be in touch. You won't be. But perhaps the most uncomfortable of all goodbyes is the situationship goodbye.
2: I'm Claire Kelly, and I'm currently writing an anthology called Situationships, basically on relationships that kind of remain in the undefined space.
0: And how do you say goodbye
2: i think it's really complicated and situational some of these relationships come in the form of like this crazy sort of love bomb that lasts one week and you spend every day together and then you just realize that like it's not meant to be and it's kind of like this mutual goodbye you're like going your separate ways maybe with someone you met on vacation but then it's like the ones that linger on for a long time in so many ways these people become your person but you're not breaking up because there wasn't like a definitive label on it, but it still is like having to say goodbye to someone that really meant something to you. And I think like in those cases, you have to just have the conversation. And like a lot of times I think those conversations are like, I want more from this. Like, are you ready for that or no? But sometimes they are like, fuck you, goodbye. And it's easier when you like can convince yourself you hate someone. It's like when it's just not working out, then you have to just kind of be honest.
0: And how do you do that?
2: I mean, like, in person, ideally. I always actually write things down in my notes first so that, like, I basically have, like, a PowerPoint presentation. (laughs) Because you get into these conversations, and often for me, I just freeze up, and I'm like, what's going to happen next? So then I forget all the reasons why I am saying goodbye. So, like, writing it down beforehand, like, has clarity, and I'm not really looking at that when this is happening. But, like just to have and I think you have to just like lay your points out and make it clear because if you leave the door cracked open like that's when you fuck yourself over and it's hard not to do because I think it's like you want to maintain this possibility that this could be something but like you have to close the door or you're never going to actually say goodbye do you want to know what I said to the last one yeah <laughs> this is the guy I was seeing like all summer things didn't work out for a variety of reasons and we had like a breakup talk where I was like, we just need to take steps back. And in my head, I knew we were breaking up. And I was like crying like we were breaking up. But he didn't realize that because that's not what I was saying. So then he called me that like week. And this time he was basically crying. And he was like, what's going on? Are we going to do this? And I just was like, when I picture my life in six months, I don't understand where you fit into it anymore. And I think Blair. that means it's over. That's terrible. <laughs> no, that's the truth. And it's like, I didn't. It's very, it's very good. It's yeah. Very cruel. It was cruel. And I didn't realize how cruel it was in the moment. But that was what I said. And that's how it ended.
0: Our next way of saying goodbye comes from the first member of my secret society, Adam Faze. It's
3: a, honestly, it's a pleasure to still be in it.
0: What exactly do you do when it's time for you to leave?
3: I always tell people I'm still going to see them. I I refuse to actually say goodbyes. So if I'm ever saying goodbye, I'm like, I'm going to see you before I leave. I'm here for two more days. What are you talking about? And also, like, I had a going away party before I came to New York. But I told everyone it was a joke and that it actually wasn't a going away party. I'm like, I'm back in two months. It's been five months. So the trick is you just, you don't say goodbye. But it's more for them than it is for me. It's like, let's save the emotional goodbye for the next time I see you.
0: You did tell me yesterday that same thing. I'm going to see you again. And I didn't think I would, but here I am. But I'm going to say the same thing when I leave. No, I know. And you're going to put me in my Uber. I'm going to say, I'm going to see you. What are you talking about? <laughs> we have to do one last thing before this podcast ends, which is that you have to say goodbye to my listeners.
3: I'm going to see you guys in like a week. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> and I'm going to see you right after this commercial break.
1: Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now.
0: You rejoin us at a party. It's a rooftop in Manhattan. One of my friends is unable to leave.
2: I'm Haley. Um, I... Can't leave anywhere ever. I get hooked on the combos, and you just like never know what's gonna happen. Like if I li- if I left now, it's like, what if I met someone who's like gonna be really important to me like later on? I don't know. But I mean, at this point right now, I think I'm ready to leave. I hope you guys have like a great day. Shout out podcasting and NFTs.
3: I
0: left that party without saying goodbye to anyone. I like to think that they're all talking amongst themselves, wondering if I'm still there. I'm not. I'm recording a podcast. You've been on my podcast a few times. Who are you?
4: I am your father, David Kagan.
0: Can you say that like Darth Vader?
4: I am your father.
0: <laughs> a number of years ago, I lost my grandfather on my dad's side. He unfortunately had cancer and knew he was on the way out, so he had a chance to say goodbye. He,
4: he, didn't, say good, he didn't say goodbye specifically. He just, said, he just said, you know, I've got three good sons and you know i just want you to know that i i'm i'm ready to go you know i feel very ready to die so it you know that that was his goodbye he was just letting his letting his kids know that it was all okay
0: do you think that that was better for you that he said goodbye
4: yeah he passed away about 6 months after i saw him i he was in california and i came to visit him but he definitely said his goodbyes. He definitely was like, "Just want you to know, I'm ready to die." And he couldn't move very well, although he did hobble over to the bathroom and shave, which I found a little bit strange. But I well, you gotta look on, good as you go out. I think back on it fondly now.
0: Well, now is your opportunity to say goodbye to the listeners
4: you can still call me for jobs or gigs or anything like that. I mean, you know, I'm just saying goodbye to this podcast, but I, I, you know, I mean, and I work very cheaply, by the way.
0: You cast your dad in one movie, and it all goes to his head. That's what I was talking about with the casting director Goodbye. Speaking of entertainment, have you ever noticed how no one says goodbye on TV? It's because the episodes are super short, and they have to cut every little thing as much as possible for time. There's rarely a situation where saying goodbye warrants an entire line of a script, which is very different to real life, where you can say goodbye a hundred times and still not ever leave. Uh, Haley's still here. I don't have an excuse this time. I got invited to dinner, so I was like,
2: okay, like, maybe. Um, I'm waiting for a call. I just, like, don't want to make, like, big moves right now because I feel like there's a lot, like, on the table for me. Like, I, I have to figure it out, like, ASAP. Um, So I'm just going to sit tight for a minute, but I really want to leave. Like, I'm done being here.
0: Haley didn't leave for another 30 minutes. Throughout the making of this show, there was one person I worked with more closely than anyone else. My trusty producer, Harry Nelson. What's going on, guys? Harry, this is the last time that you will be on this podcast.
3: That's too bad. Why? What's happening? It's ending. What? This is how I find out? On the air? (laughs) Good joke. Thank you. I'm very funny. I'm from the Midwest. I'm from Indiana. There's like a sort of trope in Midwestern, like about Midwesterners where they like don't say goodbye, like, or they'll they'll say goodbye. Like, let's say we'll be hanging out and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to leave. And then I'll stay for another 20 minutes, like saying all the stuff I was really going to say. Like, I really wanted to say this whole time because it's like easier to say when you're about to leave. You want to delay the ending because you're being polite or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like
0: a golden last few minutes that well, you know it's not going to go on, but it's just so sweet when it does.
3: And there are like no stakes too. When I was leaving, I moved, when I moved out of New York, friend of the podcast, Laura Mayer, I was te- telling her about all the stuff I was doing and all the people I was seeing and like the, what I was going around. She's like, you have real like last day of camp energy. You're like going around, you're like, you don't really care what happens, but you're like trying to like squeeze in as many experiences as possible. Say as many, like, not goodbyes as possible, but just, like, spend time with people that, mm-hmm. you know, you might you know, you know might not ever see again. Because moving away, you know. I think about how many people that I knew in college that, like, I saw at a party and then, like, we all graduated and I just never saw them again. Or people in New York that I never Just, like, so many, like, hundreds of people probably that I am not even thinking about. And it's weird. Do you think that it's better to know that it's the last time you'll say goodbye to somebody or... Is it better to not know? I don't know. I have
0: like a kind of... I, I never feel like seeing someone for the last time will
3: be the last time that I see them. Um, even if it is. Sure. I've had a lot of experiences where I've met somebody and we've really gotten along. And I'm like, wow, this is going to be like my new best friend. And then I just literally never see them again. And there's something... Um, I don't know. There's something nice about that because it just shows you how many people are in the world. That Do you like doing, do you like that this is a last episode? Like, do you, would you prefer a last episode than just, I guess you've, you've chosen to do one. So you must prefer it to just like disappearing. Well, I
0: thought that it was going to end last season and I liked disappearing. It's kind of clever because it's like, maybe he will return. And I did, but now we know that this is the last. So I feel like we owe it to our listeners to say goodbye.
3: Yeah. I think that's nice. Well, Ari, I will say I'll miss this show. It was a lot of fun to work on. We had some great some great times. What I'm looking forward to, Ari, is us just now we're just now we're just buddies. Now we'll just hang out sometimes, we'll text, we'll just be like real people. We don't have to have this awful business relationship anymore. It's true. Yeah. Well,
0: goodbye to that.
3: Yes, goodbye to goodbye to On Air Harry and Ari until we launch our ev- eventual encore podcast. Things you still don't need to know in 2025. It's just the same episodes. We're just recycling them. You still don't need to know this. You know, you know what's
0: kind of terrible is that. Yeah. saying goodbye is something that you
3: need to know. That's true. Oh, we fucked up. That's what. But we've had a lot of episodes. That's like why that. the show is ending. It's because we we ran out of stuff you don't need to know, and now we're now we've had to start covering actual important things.
0: Over the last 40 episodes, we've made quite a few that critics might argue are in fact something that you do need to know and to that I would say you don't actually need to know anything you must eat, drink, and sleep to survive everything else is trivial but that's bleak I much prefer the other side of the coin you need to know everything the title of this show is utter nonsense it's the pursuit of knowledge that led me to this podcast and if I'm honest it's a desire to learn more that's causing me to end it but before we bring this whole thing to a close, there's one thing that I still have to do. Hey,
4: you interrupted! I'm I'm playing uh, How to Trick Your Friends because I'm in the car with Alec right now. He's we're carpooling down to my practice.
0: Wait, you're li- I'm calling you and you're listening to my podcast. Yeah, that's wild. This is my friend Max. You might remember him from episode one sell your soul when I literally bought his soul in exchange for him getting to drive my BMW Z3 convertible for as long as I said. Max, I'd like to give you back your soul.
4: Thank you. Much appreciated.
0: I would expect a bigger, better reaction, if I'm honest.
4: Uh, Well, uh, you see, I got the Z3 regardless, so it doesn't really matter.
0: That is true. I did sell you the Z3. Well, anyway, I just wanted to say thank you for everything that you've done. And with that being said, I think you owe my listeners a goodbye.
4: Goodbye. Goodbye. I hope you guys have a, a great rest of your week. And then, yeah.
0: Making this show has taught me a lot. Like how to defuse a bomb. How to be a DJ. How to count cards. How to ghostwrite a book. How to start your own country. How to leave a cult. How to cook in jail. How to be a forensic accountant. And much, much more. But it's time to go out into the world. Time to leave my little podcast studio. Time to explore and discover the mountains, forests, deserts, and other geographical locations. People, places, things, everything above and everything below me. I hope you enjoyed these episodes as much as I have and I look forward to seeing you on my adventures. It's not goodbye. It's see you soon. And that I can promise because there is no way my next project will be only audio. So with that, I'm Ari Kagan. This has been Things You Don't Need to Know. Thank you for listening. Things You Don't Need to Know is a Hyper Object in 3 Uncanny 4 production. The show is written and edited by me and produced by Harry Nelson, Claire Slaughter, Jordan Allen, and also me. Our executive producer is Adam McKay. Special thanks to all my friends and people that I randomly met that I forced to be in this thing. Subscribe, leave us a review, and check out our 39 other kick-ass episodes.
3: It's Adam Faze. I told you I was going to see you again. But honestly, stop listening to this podcast. It's over. Go home.